On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're talking about TikTok. That's right. The first time on the show, we're talking about how agents can use TikTok, what they need to know about it. And to do that, we're talking to a 16-year-old, but not just any 16-year-old, a 16-year-old with 1.3 million TikTok followers. He's become a social media influencer even outside of TikTok, and he's the son of a real estate agent. Get ready for episode 109 with TikTok influencer Parker Panel right now. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 109 of the Massive Agent Podcast, and we're talking TikTok today, and I'm super excited because, honest to God, this is a social network. This is a platform that I still don't get. It's just different. It's very, very different, and from, my, from where I see things, it's so much more creative, or if you want to be successful with it, you have to be so much more creative visually and and I'm still trying to figure that out. When I saw Snapchat and saw people using stories, uh, actual snaps to tell stories, I got it. I got it right away. And then you could always throw some stuff on top, some graphics, emojis, drawings, you know, all that to add some creativity. TikTok is different than that. And so I'm still messing around. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have been hearing Gary Vee talk about it nonstop. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. But you're still like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go like, do weird goofy dances. That's not me. Well, that's not me either. And so I'm not going to go do that shit. But there's something about TikTok where I I've posted like seven or eight videos and at the time of recording. And one of them was my daughter uh, eating. She, she took the foot of, her, of a Barbie doll and started eating her lasagna with it. And I just posted that and it had like 14,000 views. And I had, I had zero followers. I think I had literally like three or four followers at the time. So there's something to TikTok, but how the hell can we as agents use it to grow our real estate business without discrediting ourselves? Because I've seen a lot of agents go on there and they just act absolutely ridiculous in an unnatural way. Like if you're goofy, if you're funny, if you dance, if you sing, that's awesome. You should do more of that. TikTok's fantastic for that. But if you're not that, you don't need to do that. So we're going to hear today from a 16-year-old. You know, if we're going to if we're going to learn TikTok, we may as well learn from a 16-year-old. But it's not just any 16-year-old. Parker Panel, I met this kid when he was 12 or 13 at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. He was with his mother. Uh, his mother, Whitney Panel, a very prominent real estate agent in Kentucky and a good friend. If you've been around in the Snap Pack Facebook group for a while, you probably know Whitney. Her son, uh, he, <laughs> I met him and he was walking around with a video camera, super high energy, just going up to everybody like, hey, what's going on? Like He wanted to be a YouTube star. And uh, he found TikTok. You'll hear the story here in a few, but it's just amazing how if you continue to work and improve and practice, every time you do a new video, you're practicing, right? You Eventually, you find your platform. You find what works for you. And Parker has in a very big way, he has 1.3 million followers on TikTok. He's built a brand and a business, a legit brand and business at the age of 16. And, and that's, it's grown, as you'll hear, it's grown his other social networks. So he's getting, uh, it's, it's just crazy. You're going to love this interview. 16 years old, Parker panel to, to tell us 
fuddy-duddy real estate agents, me at the, uh, you know, super elderly age of 36, uh, how to use, how us uh, fuddy-duddies can use use TikTok. Super interesting stuff. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. If you are new to the Massive Agent Podcast, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. This is, of course, the number one podcast on planet Earth that starts with the word massive, that's about real estate, and that's hosted by me. It's an accolade and uh Well, it's a scientific fact we're very proud of here. And uh, as you can see, if this is your first time listening, you'll see pretty quickly we take what we can get. Even if we make that shit up, we have to take what we can get. As you, you'll see why. Uh, but I am. If you're new to, uh, if you've never heard this before, have no clue who I am. First off, congratulations. But I'm about to ruin that. I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Real Estate's Media Network. I'm a national speaker, trainer, and real estate marketing coach. A, a weekly columnist for Housing Wire. I'm also a realtor in in Salt Lake City, Utah, have been so for about nine plus years with eXp Realty. And I'm the founder of the Massive Agent Society, our one agent per market lead gen coaching program slash online course slash Facebook ads, copy and paste database slash awesomeness, but one agent per market. So if you, uh, if you're like, well, wait a minute, I want to see if I can claim my market before one of these joker competitors does go to massiveagentsociety.com and check it out. And we'll probably most likely, unless I forget, I'll give you a little more detail about that here at the end of the show. Uh, before we get to the interview with Parker panel, um, I'm going to do something new. I want to, you guys that have been giving us reviews on iTunes, AKA Apple Podcasts. I don't know why I keep calling it iTunes. It's not, iTunes is dead. It's Apple Podcasts. Uh, you guys that have been giving actual reviews, written out reviews, if, you, if you've given a rating, awesome. Thank you, that helps. Reviews are awesome because we have something we can actually read. So I'm gonna start highlighting and reading some of the reviews that you guys give just to show some love. Recently, Andy, Andy C in Las Vegas said, Dustin knows his shit. Flat out, Dustin Brome knows real estate. Well, this is kind of weird reading this about myself, but thank you, Andy. Uh, Since moving into a leadership and training role, Dustin provides a fresh and real outlook on succeeding as a real estate agent. He provides practical advice, tangible action steps, delivers in a way where you feel like you're just having a chat at a coffee house, real organic, genuine conversations. He provides all this for free. This is true. And rather than leaving you on a cliffhanger, gives you the tools and steps to put into action immediately. Dustin, thanks, brother. Well, Andy, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Guys, if you leave us a review, it's helping out the show tremendously. So, uh, you know, we'll do our best to give you a shout out on the show for leaving a review. If you want to do that to help us out to show up higher in the podcast search results, just go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash review. That will take you right to the uh, review page on Apple Podcasts. Then if you if you listen on Spotify or Stitcher or Overcast or somewhere else, just follow whatever review process you have on that platform. We appreciate it tremendously. And if you've already left a review, I'm going to ask you this. And normally I wouldn't do this till the end of the interview, but I I want to make uh, well, honestly, okay, this is this is totally selfish. I want to break into the top 10 podcasts on Apple Podcasts. This show has actually ranked as high as 16. We've been number 16 in the marketing category, uh, marketing subcategory of the business category. We've been as high as 16 before. And the way that podcast rankings are calculated 
or, or one of the, the main metrics that goes into it is how many subscribers you get within a certain period of time. Reviews also help, obviously, and, and the number of listeners uh, listening to the show helps too. But but over a rolling, I, I'm told, a rolling 48-hour period, the more subscribers you get, the higher it goes. So this show could actually get into the top 10 and even make it onto the new and noteworthy uh, section, which would be huge for us, huge for you as an audience, and we can get some really, really big name guests. Why can't we have Tony Robbins on the show? Why can't we have Gary V? Seriously, like why the hell not? Ask is this, whether you've left a review or not, uh, whether you plan to or not, I ask this, if you like this show, if you've received any value from the show, please today, right now even, right now, share, if every single one of you guys would share this show with one person, and ask them to subscribe, this could absolutely make it onto the new and noteworthy section of Apple Podcasts, which would be huge, and we can absolutely do it. So if you would, please share this podcast with at least one person today, just one, okay? If every one of you did that, we would absolutely make the top 10 and and do some very big things. So, So share it with one person and ask them to subscribe. Please do that, and now my turn to give back to you and deliver the goods on TikTok for real estate. How the hell can real estate agents use TikTok? Honestly, I'm still trying to find out. That's why I asked Parker to be on the show. And, uh, you know, thank God I knew him back when he was 12 or 13. It's not like we're buddies. Plus he's, you know, like less than half my age, but nonetheless, uh, he, he's like, hell yeah, I'll come on the show. And, uh, he was on LinkedIn. Actually, I saw, I connected with him on LinkedIn. If it was on TikTok, I'm sure my message would have gotten buried in all of his adoring fan messages as he so deserves. So let's jump into it real quick with Parker panel. I don't know why I said real quick. It's not, it's not like it's a five minute interview, but let's, let's quickly jump into the interview with Parker panel from TikTok. What's up guys. I'm here with Parker panel from TikTok. Well, he's not really from TikTok. He's from Kentucky, but he's on TikTok and he's built one hell of a brand and he's doing some really big things with north of a million followers on TikTok and a quick story. So Parker is the son of, of Whitney Panel, who's an agent in Lexington, Kentucky. And she's someone, if, if you've been around the Snap Pack uh, real estate Facebook group for a minute, you probably know Whitney, um, seen her on social media, but Parker's her son. And I met him three, three something years ago in San Diego at social media marketing world. We were on the, the USS Midway. They have this party on the USS Midway aircraft carrier. And Parker was like 12 or 13. He's, he's running around with his video camera as this aspiring YouTuber. And he's just super high energy, like so much, so much energy. You made me uncomfortable, Parker, but because I'm like, Jesus, how do I get energy like that again? He's interviewing everyone, no shyness whatsoever, at least visibly, and he he was just trying to make things happen. And and Parker, congratulations! It looks like it has happened when you found TikTok. Welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you so much for having me, man. You bet. You bet. So so you're 16 now, right? I am 16. Okay, and and you're living out in in LA. I live in Los Angeles, California. I've been living here for about a year now. So it's awesome. amazing. Uh, you know, we haven't spoken since social media marketing world in, in 2017, but I've seen you on social media and just kind of seen how things were going. And I've seen posts from your mom and dad too. And what I really respect, and we'll get into the TikTok brand building here in a second, but I, what I really respect about what you've done is you committed you, you made a commitment, as did your family, to 
getting you in an environment, putting you in a position where if you wanted to become a YouTuber or whatever else, you're going to put yourself in the, in the best position to do that. And so is that the main reason why you moved to LA is just to be more around the entertainment scene? Yeah. And my parents have been like such a big help in this whole journey. And it's without them, I wouldn't be able to live in LA at first. They were financially supporting me. Now I'm out here on my own. So it's like really cool. And obviously like they're, they're here and they're helping like they're coming like once every month. So it's amazing that I still get to see my family because I'm currently living with a legal guardian. So it's a very tricky situation. It's kind of like a long story. I don't want to get into it, but, but yes, that is why I moved to LA. It's to really pursue a career here in the entertainment industry. This is the place to be. There's a lot of like-minded people here and it wasn't just for social media. I'm also an actor. So I have all my Disney and Nickelodeon Netflix auditions here too. Oh, that's awesome. When did you know, when, when did you know that you wanted to be in front of the camera in some capacity? So I started doing a play back at my school in Lexington, Kentucky, and it was Peter Pan. I was Mr. Darling, and I also played the stunt pirate, which was pretty cool. I got to fall like off of like a super high structure. It was only like 10 feet, but I thought it was pretty cool. And, and at first I hated it. Like literally, it was terrible. I did not want to read any of these lines. Memorizing it was terrible. But then once I was actually performing in front of everybody, I was like, wait a second. I like this and I have like a personality in front of a, a large crowd. And then I just started recording myself just with my iPhone right here. And then, and then I guess I started building up a presence on YouTube. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You just like, have you ever been nervous doing it? Like, do you, do you get shy? It doesn't seem like it. I don't think so. No, I've always just been super personable and I love talking to new people. Nice. Let's, uh, let's, let's jump to the topic of the day here that, you know, people are going to be clicking on this podcast and listening because they're like, wait, TikTok, real estate, how the hell do you do the two work together? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm still trying to figure out how the two work together. I'm on TikTok. I, I see it's a completely different platform. Like I, I got Snapchat a few years, you know, three, four years ago. And when I really committed to Snapchat and learning the culture of it, the language of it. It changed everything for me because I learned how to build a, a, a brand. TikTok, I know is that, and you've, you've done that in a very big way. Um, but let's start with the story of, of how you first got on TikTok and what you saw and then how you got to over a million followers. And then we'll start, then I'll ask some follow-up questions to uh, help agents and loan officers kind of start filling in the missing pieces on maybe how they can do that too to, to accomplish what they're trying to do. So when did you first see TikTok? Yeah, for sure. So before I say that, it is kind of like one of those things where a bunch of people are going to be listening to us and they'll be like, yo, we got to get onto TikTok. So mm-hmm. they hop on the platform and the first video that they see is like a bunch of people just cussing and like singing like very explicit music. So don't let that stray you away from the platform. But anyways, so I first saw TikTok literally a year ago, about the exact same time that I moved to Los Angeles. And I I noticed that a lot of my friends were building up followings, like 2 million followers, 5 million followers. And I was like, what in the world? How are they growing so quickly? And I remember the day that I started and I asked my friends, I said, how did like my friend had 500,000 followers? I said, how do you have so many followers? And she couldn't give me a good answer. She was like, I don't really know. I just post videos and I'm growing. And it has just kind of blown me away ever since to see like that I've now passed that girl in followers and I've been doing it for a less amount of time, but it's a great platform to hop on. That's nuts. So a lot of agents and loan officers are jumping on TikTok and what I see them doing 
if they can get past the videos that show up on that for you page, right? Which is like the Instagram explore page where the suggested videos, uh, if they can get past that, first off, congratulations. If you can get past that, uh, you know, you're committed. Um, there, there's just a lot of ridiculous shit. Like, uh, cause remember th- these are professionals in theory, right? I, I hate that term cause don't call me a professional. It just sounds so douchey. Um, but the average real estate agent is a 55 year old woman, right? And then, then Gary V is out there who we all listen to and respect to a certain extent. He's out there saying, everyone needs to be on TikTok. It's so powerful. Uh, you're missing out if you're not. So then they're like, okay, I'm going to create an account. They get on there. They see a bunch of people dancing and singing and just being crazy. Right. And then they think they either need to do that and they completely do something that's not natural to them or they just start doing the exact same shit that they were doing on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and everywhere else where a listing walkthrough video. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. Gary Vee said that I'd be growing. Like what's going on? Thoughts on that? You know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's beneficial to you at all to reuse your content and then just take your Instagram videos and put them on TikTok because TikTok's going to notice that you are not actually creating original videos to their platform and they're not mm-hmm. going to promote it to a lot of people. So I think that's the first step. But I, I love what Gary Vee is saying by saying that you have to hop on TikTok and he's completely right. He really is. But you have to make sure that you're finding your brand on this platform because I know, I know you said a lot of your audience, they're a lot older and TikTok has a demographic that is a lot younger. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a way how you can appeal to that audience. So if you're creating videos saying, hey guys, I'm here at my new listing, blah, 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 selling for this, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to get views. So you have to find a way how you can integrate your real estate into a fun, positive way mm-hmm. in videos. Yeah. It, it looks like TikTok probably more than any other platform I've seen, it requires a lot more creativity. And mm-hmm. I know Snapchat did to a certain extent, but Snapchat was easier to just tell stories and it just kept recording. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's really wanted on TikTok. Is that right? Does TikTok kind of want more short, creative stuff? So it depends. They do want 15 second videos, but at the exact same time, they love to see one minute videos on their platform because the more watch time, you know, the more time people are going to be spending on their app. True. So, but the only issue with that though, is if you are posting one minute videos and people aren't watching the whole thing, then it's not actually going to be promoted at all. So make sure that like in that first 15 seconds that you're doing something that's going to make once that's going to want that's going to make somebody want to stay until the end of the video. Yes. And that's a good rule of thumb, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a podcast or writing Mm -hmm. an article or a a LinkedIn post, because I get asked this all the time, especially about podcasting, how long should it be? And people ask, how long should my videos be? I tell them however long it needs to be and not a second longer. So if you can, Mm -hmm. if you can get your point across Mm -hmm. in 15 seconds, do it. If, if it takes a minute and people actually watch for that minute, do it. I mean, I've listened to a four-hour a, a four podcast episode, a Joe Rogan podcast, four-hour episode. I've just broke it up over a few days. And then I've also turned off podcast episodes that were like nine minutes because they were boring and lame. So it's not really the, the length. It's, it's what are you doing? So um, what have you seen? What are some tips? Knowing who our audience is, agents and LOs, and kind of the demographics, what are you seeing working right now? Like help, uh, help give them some sort of insight in how they could use TikTok um, to 
not just to sell homes and mortgages because they, they shouldn't be doing it all about that. How can they do it to build a personal brand even if maybe they're older than the demographic on TikTok? Let's see. So first of all, I would say, hmm. So there's a lot of different kind of content that you can be creating on TikTok. And one of the popular ways that people do it is through dance videos, which I'm not saying like don't do dance videos, but I'm also not saying do dance videos because it's such an oversaturated market of dancers on there. And a lot of them aren't even good dancers. Some of them are just TikTok dancers, I guess you could say, which kind of just means you just know how to do TikTok dances and that's about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think it's just one of those things where if you're dancing in front of a house, it's great. It's cool. Unless it's like a massive mansion, then you're going to get a bunch of views. But if you, I mean, unless you just have like a smaller house and that you're filming in front of, it's probably not going to do as well. So wouldn't right. do the dance videos. If you can find a way to do a behind the scenes of your, your job, it will do pretty well on, on TikTok. I saw one person, and I talked about this on somebody else's podcast, but I saw one person, they, um, what they do, they worked at Panera and they, uh, they kind of showed how they make their mac and cheese. And I love the mac and cheese and it sucks that they did this, but I watched it and I was like, God, that looks disgusting how they do this. And then she got fired from corporate for doing this. So that's terrible. But for a lot of real estate agents, I don't think you're, you're like Keller Williams or like, whoever you're working with, they're not going to fire you for doing this. So I figure out a way how you can kind of maybe have a fun interview with the people that you are, that you're working with or like the first time home buyers kind of talk with them about their experience about it. Yeah. uh, I I like that. And I I know the the video you're talking about where the the mac and cheese, like she opened a package and like poured it in something and Mm -hmm. and it it wasn't appetizing at all. Um, You're right. But that's the, that's kind of stuff that works really well. I saw, that the, this one brand on TikTok, they they made these like hot chocolate ball things, where like you put this ball of hot chocolate into the hot into the water, and it flips upside down. A little snowman looking thing pops out, and the hot chocolate mixes in there. It, they did one video, and they had like two million followers, a few million views, and they sold out. They sold out of their product from one video one time on TikTok, and I saw an article on like Business Insider about it. And it, it's, if it's visually appealing, people will watch. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's, let's back up a little bit too because I'm sure that there's some people listening who are just not even on TikTok yet. They roll their eyes whenever they hear Gary Vee or now Parker Panel or Dustin Brome mm-hmm. talk about TikTok. They're like, you know what? I could do LinkedIn. I could do Instagram stories, but I'm not doing that. What is TikTok? How does it work and how is it different from everything else? So TikTok is a 15 second video platform. And I love how I say 15 second because we just talked about doing a minute yeah. video. But it's 15 seconds unless it's not. <laughs> right, right. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's a 15 second video platform where there are creators from all over the world creating short form video content. And, you know, I think it's one of those things where there is a demographic that is very young, like super young, that is not going to be the people that have the, the, the cash. There's going to be like six-year-olds on there. There's going to be four-year-olds. I'm not even joking. I've seen four-year-olds. And there's going to be <laughs> all the way up to literally like 90-year-olds. I've seen grandmas. I was just going through my For You page and there was a grandma reading the lyrics to a TikTok song, which was genius. Got like 3 million likes. I don't know. Have you seen that? I haven't. No, It's th- funny. See, that, that's what I mean. It's clever. It's creative. And it doesn't, you don't have to go like, it doesn't t- costs a lot of money or time to produce these things. It's just an idea. Yeah. And I think the best way to look at it is like 
whether you like it or not, there's nothing you can do to get around it. You know, I think you kind of have to give this platform a shot. Like you said, it's free. Like it's not going to cost you money. So, you know, I think it's, it's kind of the way the world's moving with social media. Say you hate social media, you got to do it. Why is TikTok so hot right now? I think it's just another new platform. You know, there's so many, there's so many people who are trying to start something new out there. And then TikTok has succeeded with this because Vine was something that everybody loved. And this is so similar to Vine, except six seconds longer. I think, yeah, six seconds. And um, no, sorry, that's not seven seconds. I'm homeschooled. I don't know. But you're talking to a bunch <laughs> of realtors. We don't freaking know anyways. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we wouldn't point, know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just like people, like people are thinking so creatively on TikTok, and it kind of gives that younger audience a, a place where they can share their thoughts. Interesting. Um, uh, so why is it that Gary V is really pushing it so hard? It, I, I want to get your take on that because my take is he just sees the, the ability to organically be seen by new people is greater than on any other platform. I've personally experienced that in the seven TikTok, or what do you call them? Ticks? TikToks? <laughs> no, like seven TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> TikToks. Yeah. I, I've done seven TikTok videos. Uh, one of them was my daughter. Uh, she was like one and a half at the time taking her, the foot of her Barbie doll and scooping her lasagna with it. She was eating lasagna with, with the foot of a Barbie doll. I, I had like no followers, like maybe two, and it got almost 14,000 views. Mm. Like, so I see this power to get organic reach because that's the game for marketers is we want to get new people to know that we exist. Is that why TikTok is so hot right now? Is there's, there's this amazing organic reach opportunity? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's just, I think TikTok really focuses on having new influencers to the platform and they really want to see, they want to see, they want to see new creators and they want to see new content up there because they're sick and tired of, and I'm not like, I'm, I'm kind of putting words in their mouth when I say this, but they're sick and tired of seeing the same old creators blowing up and creating new videos. And that's why TikTok's another reason why it's doing so well is because people like you blowing up, you're getting 14,000 views. They're like, yo, 14,000 views. I love it. What if I create another one and it gets 20,000 views? Mm -hmm. What if I can make another one and it gets a hundred thousand views? And then people just keep on going and going. And I think that's the reason why Gary Vee's pushing it so much is simply because he's noticing that they want people to blow up. They want people to get 100,000 views and feel good about themselves because I know a lot of people are so depressed on social media and that's why people are taking breaks because they're seeing, oh, my video's not doing well. My post only got 500 likes and they want to like kind of give that people that the experience of their 15 seconds of fame. I like it. So right now I'm looking at your, your TikTok profile. 1.3 million followers, almost 38 million likes on your content. And you have a, so the TikTok profile has a link to your Instagram too. Mm -hmm. um, tell us what, what kind of stuff are you doing on TikTok? What's your TikTok strategy and how, how are you able to do so well? Cause uh, what did you say when you moved to LA a couple of years ago is when you first saw the app yeah. and now you're 1.3 million followers. How have you done it? So for me, I've really focused on finding like really hyper niching my content. And I've, I've noticed that if I'm really creating original comedy skits, then TikTok's going to love it. And that's one reason why I got verified is simply because I was doing some original stuff. And I, I, it's, it's recently now that I've been blowing up more, it's been more of a variety of content because I've been trying to stick up with the trends. And then I'm, sometimes I'll make a couple of videos that will be not, I guess, part of my brand, 
but then I'll notice the engagement will do really well. And then I'll grow on other platforms because of that. Like if you look at my TikTok, like the past, not my most recent one, but the other three ones, like those are videos that I don't normally do because like they're more just like me just like singing along to a song. But I've noticed that my Instagram is skyrocketing because of that. But then I just love doing those normal skits and that's what's really helped me blow up on this platform, I guess you could say. Um, have you made any big mistakes along the way? Because I can't imagine that it's just been like you start using it and boom, you know, all of a sudden you're at 1.3 million followers. Have you made any big mistakes or, or any big stumbles along the way? Good question. I've nothing that really pops up in my head. I mean, probably little things, but sure. Stuff that's maybe slowed the growth that you might have had otherwise. Right. Yeah. And when I was in around the uh, 100 range, I wouldn't really call this a mis- 100K range. I wouldn't really call this a mistake, but I was stuck for some reason. It's not a mistake at all, but for some reason I was stuck at like 130K and there was no reason I was reaching out to everybody I could. I was like, why is my followers not growing? So that did make my growth very stagnant for a while. And that, and that hurt to see. I was like, no, because I had viral videos at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have new followers. So I guarantee you if like, and I never got those followers back once it started moving again. And I guarantee you, I'd probably be at another 100K if I got those followers. Interesting. So when, when did you know, oh, oh, was there a specific moment or a specific video, uh, whatever, this, whatever this means to you, when did you know that TikTok was it for you, that you needed to devote everything to it and you really needed to go all in on it? I knew that TikTok was it for me is when I noticed that it was really benefiting my other my other platforms, my other avenues that I'm venturing down out here in LA. And I've really used TikTok as a gateway platform, not as something where it's like, I'm just posting videos. And yes, I'm, I'm making a little bit of revenue here on the side too, but I'm using it as, I'm taking it as an advantage for like my acting gigs and my stand-up comedy. And that's really what I focus on recently. Nice. Uh, it, tell us more about that. Because on this show, we talk a lot about how building a brand, whether that's through a podcast or through Instagram stories or writing a blog or whatever it is, building a brand opens up so many other opportunities. And in our most recent episode last week was with Tarek El Moussa from HGTV's Flipper Flop. And he's, he started as an agent and then he, he pitched the, the idea to HGTV for Flipper Flop before he had ever flipped a house. He, <laughs> which is amazing. He just like, he's like, here's an idea. Let's do this. He did it so that he could in theory, sell more homes. And then realized it was a much bigger opportunity. Being an agent, we're, we're entrepreneurs and at least we, we should be acting as such. There's so many other opportunities out there and doors that can open if you have a personal brand that you've built, especially at a local level. And I want to help people understand what some of those other opportunities are. And I know yours isn't local anymore. Yours is very much international. What are some of the other doors that have opened for you and opportunities that have come your way since you started building your personal brand? Yeah. So let's see. Let's see. So one big thing that has been great for me is like when I'm receiving like all these articles written on me, which has helped me so much because mm-hmm. I've had so many new companies and I've also had like casting directors reach out to me because of these articles. So that's been, that's been incredible. Um, hey, new brag on those for a minute. Cause I've seen you <laughs> share those on LinkedIn. I th- that's incredible. And you're right. That's how you get completely new demographics and, and audiences to know about you. Like business insider has written, written about you. 
Thank you. Yeah, I have a, I have a feature on Business Insider, and then I just had an article um, about two or three weeks ago uh, come out on me talking about gifting for live streams on Adweek. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but uh, no, some of the good. other opportunities, opportunities that have come your way since some of these articles came out. Yeah, I just really, I just, uh, I just had a, I just signed with a new agent. Sorry, I just had, I just signed with a new agent. They are called Aris Talent out here in LA. So that's been great. I have a manager because of, I guess, building and following on social media. And it's not that alone, but that has helped, and it's helped me get new brand deals and everything. So that's been great. And just really being in the social media space has exposed me to such a new world. And then I feel like my mind has has improved, and I'm, I know like kind of how our culture works to this day if that makes any sense you know i i love yeah. it right because now you understand what these brands want what they need and how influencers and and others can provide that and and that's where all these deals happen right i mean mm -hmm. what's some of the stuff you're seeing happen right now that maybe uh, the average person wouldn't notice or wouldn't pay attention to or wouldn't even realize that there is an opportunity some of the stuff. Wow, you got some good questions here. That's, that's a Thanks, tricky buddy. question. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Let's see, some of the stuff that I see, I mean, definitely, I mean, I think TikTok's the big thing right now because people aren't, I think people are slowly picking up on it. Don't get me wrong. But, and then, I, I mean, there's so many new in 2000, what year are we in? Dang, we're in 2020. Wow, yeah. I mean, in 2020, I'm seeing so many new, um, like broadcasting networks that come to the table. And I just read so many articles about people like trying to create short form content, like on your phone. And I think that's sick. Um, I know like Jeffrey Katzenberg is coming out with a new, the new platform and like all this big stuff. So I love what they're doing there. Yeah. The, the world's changing. I mean, it has changed. It's just, it's crazy. Do you see, cause I know, uh, Instagram and Facebook, well, Facebook is Instagram. They were making some tweak to what kind of, what type of uh, endorsements could happen on platform and, and what kind of influencer um, marketing arrangements could happen. Uh, what, are you, what are you seeing? Like, I, I'm really curious about, and it, not just TikTok, but behind the scenes, the business of influencer marketing what are you seeing for, for somebody that, that like is just barely wrapping their head around the concept and they're like, maybe I should start a local podcast, but I don't know why. What are some of those things you're seeing, the deals happening or just, just dive deeper, whatever that means to you? Mm -hmm. So with a lot of platforms right now and especially TikTok, I think brands haven't noticed how powerful it really is. So they're not really putting big dollar into it yet. I think it'll eventually come to that. And maybe it won't. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't come to that. So I think I've, I've really focused on getting brand deals for TikTok as much as possible. And if I can't, then I'll bring it on over to Instagram because I do have, like, a solid following there. And they're very, like, engaged too. But, like, behind the scenes with it is, for me, I put my, I, my email in my bio in both my Instagram and my TikTok. And I also have it in my YouTube too. And I, I, I brands love YouTube advertising, I think because it is a longer platform and you have a more, like a more amount of time to actually talk about their product. So mm -hmm. I've noticed like I get people reach out to me and like I have a presence on YouTube, but it's about like 17,000 subscribers, which is still good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like yeah. my largest platform, but I still get companies reach out to me to this day and they're saying, Hey, would love to do a, a brand deal on YouTube. And I'm like, 
YouTube, really, like, have you seen my other platforms? And they're like, yeah, we have. We love YouTube. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, I noticed that they really love that, that platform. That's interesting. And did I see that, that you were starting a podcast? Yes, I do have a podcast. It's Parker's Podcast. That's a very clever name. I like that, Parker. Mm, thank you, thank you. In my, <laughs> in my house, I call this Parker's Pad. And then when I ever throw a party, it's Parker's Party. I like it, dude. Parker's everything. <laughs> so it, you need a car that starts with a P. So then it could be Parker's, Parker's Porsche. Parker's right. Porsche. If I get a Porsche, that would be sick. I have, so I have a car at the moment. It's kind of funny. I have a car. It's like a Buick. It's like this $9,000 <laughs> Buick. We loved it. And uh, we have on the side like of it. Like a boat type Buick? Yeah. We call it, it's funny that you say that. We call it the Love Boat. We have a lot of different names for it. We got Love Boat. We got Pearl. We got like the TikTok Mobile. We got uh, Parker's Mobile. Like we have so many different names for it. We're still trying to work on it. Um, but then I have my magnets on the side of it. That's why I call it the TikTok Mobile that says TikTok Parker Panel. So if you're in LA and you ever see me driving around, that's me. Okay. Anyone listening who's rolling their eyes or kind of giggling like, oh, that's his name. That's easy. Well, look what he's doing. He's branding himself. Guys, branding is everything. If you can build a brand, you can do anything. And Parker's showing that. Like he, he's doing super creative videos uh, that you know not every agent should go and do, but you could do your version and the same things can happen. Uh, it, it's, it's just cool to see you really um, settle into settle into a groove or find your, your passion or find, find your platform, I guess you could call it Parker's platform. And, um, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, you, you've done well. Um, just a random thought. You grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. Your, your mother was, I mean, she's been a top producing real estate agent there for years, right? What was it like growing up with your, your mother as, as one of the, the more well-known agents in town? She's killing it. And it's kind of funny that you say that because my dad just recently, he is, um, he's now part of team panel real estate. So my dad he used to have a store called panel swim shop back in Kentucky. And now he said, Parker, I love what you're doing. So I want to make sure I'm able to have as much time as possible. And real estate gives you a lot of free time, which is great. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so they now have a team back in Kentucky. They're one of the top performing teams. So I love that. I'm super thankful for that. But it's great. You know, I think my mom, she was always driving around town. There's almost never a moment where she was out of her car. And that's why having cars was so important to her because she used to have like a Tesla and then the Tesla would like run out of charge. So she hated the Tesla and then she got a new car. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, my mom's just always grinding. And that's kind of where I learned my hustle too from her and my dad. He had a store for 32 years and he just recently sold it. That's awesome. Uh, so since you're out in LA and you're, you're definitely plugged into what's going on technology wise, social media wise, influencer marketing wise, what, is there anything new going on out there that, that I wouldn't know about that most of us listening would just have no idea? Like, are there, are there other platforms that are, that are catching on? Um, are there other movements away from platforms? Like I keep hearing about movements uh, away from social media and towards email marketing. Like a lot of brands are even doing that. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. Like what's going on? Nothing super specific, but I would, I would kind of love if they did kind of push away from social media and did some email marketing. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. But I, I think there's always new platforms out here that are trying to blow up. And I get invited to these events all the time saying, Hey, we got this, we got this new, new app out and we would love for you to come here and just promote it. And that's what they do to a lot of people too. 
but you know, I'm not seeing any like any of these majors just pick up. So nothing, nothing crazy yet. I feel like it's kind of in the same world, just to a larger extent out here in LA. Sure. Uh, this is personal curiosity. A lot of a lot of people, usually older, you know, 35, 40, 45, 50. They one of the reasons they give for not wanting to be on TikTok is it's it's owned by by a Chinese company, privacy concerns, supposedly national security concerns, all this stuff. I'm sure you've heard it. Um, is that is that all kind of overblown? Is it even an issue? Is it something you think about? Is it something you hear others? thinking and talking about what, what, what can you say about the Chinese ownership and, and any issues that that might, might have? Yeah. So I feel like that whole trend of, I, know, I wouldn't really call it a trend, but I guess the whole trend in the news about Chinese owning um, TikTok, I feel like it's kind of blown over a little bit, but obviously it's, obviously it's still there. But like I said earlier, I think it's one of those things where yes, they're going to be stalking you. Well, I mean, not like fully, but I mean, yes, they could be. And I, there's nothing you can really do about it though. You know, if you want to make a, uh, make a name for yourself in social media and social media marketing, then you kind of have to be on this platform. So it's kind of a sacrifice you have to make and let's just hope that they're not tracking you down. Yeah. I mean, we, everyone still uses Google, the same people that, that right. they're like, I'm not going to get on TikTok because it's owned by a Chinese company yet. They use Google or have Android phones and Google is in bed with the Chinese government big time. Yeah. And they don't ever talk about that. Now do they? No, but I will. They don't. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this show just uh just got dropped from Google Podcasts. So all of a sudden, <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, there's just a lot of excuses, and I know because I've made them too. Because I'm like, look, I don't. Uh, the excuse that I've that I've told of why I'm not really all in on TikTok or at least regularly using it to build my brand is I I still don't quite understand how I could to where it's still natural to me. Because like the whole, all the dancing and stuff, that's not me. Um, so I'm still trying to figure it out. I think that's real. But then the excuses are, I need to devote my time to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, podcasting, everywhere else, right? I don't want to divert my attention. Um, for, for, for those who have made excuses, valid or not, for not being on TikTok, should they still be? Do, do you still feel like everyone should at least be sampling it and tasting it and and uh, consuming it a little bit? I do. I say give it a shot. And I think I that was think, a very leading question, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like like the famous quote says, like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So yeah. shoot your shot. Gretzky. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Love it. Uh, what's what's next for you, man? What uh, Are you working on any... Uh, is acting kind of where you're, you're really trying to get to and TikTok is... Uh, you know, a, like a, a stepping stone to that? Like, what's your ultimate goal? What, what are you trying to build? Yeah, so everything that I'm doing right now, I really would take it as a stepping stone. And there's a lot of things that I'm really working on right now, but I can't say just because it's like, I'm, I'm hoping that it's gonna be something really big, but mm -hmm. I just, I can't release it yet. And I have like a big meeting about it tomorrow. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But let's see. So yes, acting is the main goal. And I, there's just a lot of things that are happening uh, in the, in the meantime, while I'm getting new auditions and while I'm working on sets with the whole stand up comedy route and the hosting route has been great for me too. It's, 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 it's a journey. It's pretty wild. Uh, let's see. What would you say? It, like if somebody want, if, if they're like, look, I really need to take advantage of the social media stuff and video and TikTok and Instagram stories and YouTube, but I'm so uncomfortable in front of the camera. I never know what to say. I feel like I need a script. 
Would you suggest that they take any kind of classes or like acting classes or, or what advice would you give for them to help them get past that so that they can actually start doing the things? Yeah, classes would be great. I don't think that's the best way to do it. And actually, speaking of classes, I'm working on, I haven't really been putting all my marbles into it yet, trying to get there because I don't really know exactly what I need to be doing, but I'm working on TikTok courses. So hopefully that could be coming soon. We'll see. I'm trying to ask everybody I possibly know about it. So maybe, so be on the lookout for that. But I think, I, you know, I see a lot of people, you can give as much as advice as you want. You can read as much, many articles as you want. But it, in the long run, it's just up to you. You know, I think that, that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, I think we overthink things mm-hmm. dramatically. It, I mean, anytime I'm not productive, anytime I'm not really making progress, it's because I've overthought something. And it, but then whenever I just say screw it and I just do stuff and figure it out along the way, it changes my life. It, it mm-hmm. absolutely changes my life. This podcast being one of those things, I didn't have a clue how to do it. And I just knew podcasting is a good idea. A lot of good things can come from it. I didn't know what those things were. So I just started doing it. I started talking into a microphone and recording it and uploading it and telling people about it. And 109 episodes later, here we are and it's changed my life and it's, it's opened so many doors. And, and so you've done that with TikTok, which is awesome. Um, what is, uh, let's see, I had a, well, maybe I didn't have a follow-up question. Well, let's, uh, let's do this. Every week we have a guest. We do these, uh, these rapid fire questions, either or. You don't need to elaborate on them if you don't want to. But uh, you just pick one or the other and it lets us get to know you a little bit. And, and then at the end, I'm going to ask you for uh, the most impactful book you've read, an app recommendation besides TikTok, of course, and then the best piece of advice. So let's start with Facebook or Instagram. Instagram. Instagram or LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Really? Mm-hmm. LinkedIn or TikTok. TikTok. Obviously. Uh, books or podcasts. Books. Podcast or audiobook. Podcast. iPhone or Android. iPhone. Good call. Alexa or Google Home. Alexa. I just set it off. <laughs> no, I was looking around. No, it's not even plugged in at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to make sure mine's unplugged because every episode used to go off numerous times. So I just... <laughs> burgers or pizza? Ooh, burgers. New York or LA? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Uh, LA? If you if you could li- if you could do everything you're doing now in New York, would you do that? Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably do that. Yeah, because I went a- I went I went to New York over over Thanksgiving, and I've been a couple other times. I love New York; it's just such a great city. But I mean, yeah. there's so many things to do in LA, and I'm like I'm not saying I don't like LA. I I love LA so much. I'm so thankful that I live here. And personally, I think it's better than Kentucky, but everybody's different. But you know, I think <laughs> yeah, I live in New York. Nice mountains or beach. Mountains have such a beach, beach. Um, podcasting or vlogging? Vlogging. Vlogging or TikToking? Mm. TikToking. YouTube or Facebook Live? YouTube. Uber or Lyft? Uber. No, 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 no. Lyft, Lyft. <laughs> nice. Lyft. 
And guys, I love Lyft too because they give you Sky Miles, Delta Sky Miles, when you use Lyft to or from an airport. And since I travel really? a bunch, it's it's not a lot yeah. of Sky Miles, but yeah, you get Sky Miles for using Lyft. So I do. Not bad. Huh. Gary V or Grant Cardone? Gary V. And what's the most impactful book you've ever read? Most impactful book I've ever read. I'm currently reading it at the moment. I want to make sure I say the title right. Talk to your viewers. I have it in the living room. Give me one second. Yeah. All right. He's going to go find it. You find it? Yes. I found the book. It's called <laughs> Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, yeah, I've been reading that, baby, for the past couple of days. I just got it. And it's just – it's an incredible book, seriously. Like, it's – it's been so powerful to me because I've, I'm just like on the sixth chap, chapter, chapter, excuse me, and it talks about like why why you're here on earth, and also I'm I'm a Christian and it has such a good meaning with it behind like with God and everything. So it's great. I'd strongly recommend it. That's awesome. I, and I've heard a lot of people recommend that, whether they're religious or not. Um, it's it's supposed to be a great book. I have not personally read it yet, but I think I will. And besides TikTok, what's an app recommendation you think everyone should have? I would recommend LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn's nice. a very powerful app, especially with business, uh, business, like powerful businessmen and women. So I think that's a great thing for people to hop on. So, so let's dive deeper on this for a second. So you're 16 years old and you're saying, get on LinkedIn. And I see you active on LinkedIn. When did you first discover it or start using it, uh, discover its power, I guess you could say? Um, like, when did that happen? Let's see. So I discovered LinkedIn about, I think, six or so months ago. And I really discovered its power when I started connecting with some larger people and larger brands, people that can really help my career. And now I'm talking with them and I'm connected with them. And I think, I'm like, whoa, holy cow. Like there's, there's a lot of influence behind this app. Yeah. Like the decision makers at, at brands and, mm -hmm. and businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big LinkedIn fan. It, I used to absolutely hate it and despise it so much. I used to recommend Google Plus over LinkedIn, but it's a completely different app now. People treat it like Facebook and the, the people on it are, yeah, they're expecting to do business. Like they're, they go on there for business stuff or to learn or to network and it, it, man, it's just powerful. So anyone listening, if you're not using LinkedIn, what the hell? Do it. Add me, add Parker for sure. Uh, last last part of the rapid fire, even though it's gotten slightly less rapid than it was before, but you get the point. <laughs> Best piece of advice that you've ever received? Best piece of advice I've ever received? I've received a lot of advice, but I'll say one. And here's what I'll say. Luck is the byproduct of success. I see so many people out there who are always thinking like, oh, you're so lucky. You have a million followers. Oh, you live in LA. You're so lucky. No, sorry. Not luck is byproduct of success. I said my own quote wrong. Luck is the byproduct <laughs> of hard work. Luck yes. is the byproduct of hard work. That's the quote I was looking for. That so, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense. It should. Um, no, what I was trying to say is I see so many people who are telling me like, yo, you're so lucky that you live in LA. And like, I worked hard to live in LA. Yes. And at first I wasn't paying for my own expenses, but I was telling my parents, I told them like, look, I'm going to work hard when I'm in LA. I'm not just going to be lying around, lounging around on my couch. I'm going to like, I was telling them every single day, like, look, I want to live in LA. And they, they had long sleepless nights crying because they don't want to lose their boy. And same thing with like, me creating content. I put hard work into it and then I'm getting good. I guess you could say luck out of it. I love that. 
Uh, and I mean, I could imagine how hard that would be for parents. I mean, I have two super young kids, ages two and five. I can't even imagine imagine them as teenagers, let alone like moving to the other side of the country. So I could imagine, but it seems like they saw they saw the passion and the and the the vision that you had for what you could build and the desire to do it. And I'm sure that they noticed you were willing to put in the work, and they let you run with it. Like that's incredible. They can see that I have that ambition and that's been just incredible for me. And I'm, I'm super thankful for this whole opportunity. That's awesome, man. So where can they find you? Um, where can they learn more about you and, and where should they go find some of these um, articles that, that you've been mentioned in? And, and by the way, I'm going to put all the links to all of Parker's social networks um, articles that the business insider one he's talking about, I'll put them in the show notes at massiveagentpodcast.com slash episodes. Uh, where can they find you, my friend? Sweet. Thank you so much. So if you look up Parker panel, you'll find me It is P-A-R-K-E-R-P-A-N-N-E-L-L. Two N's, two L's. I got that. And if you want to look me up on Google, you can then click news and that's how you'll find a lot of my articles too. But I'm on almost every platform. So search me up. I'm even on Facebook too. I know for all you old people out there, no offense, but I am on Facebook. I dig no offense. I'm 36. I'm not old. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm 16. <laughs> You're young. Good. I love it. Always have that mentality. Exactly. Yeah, dude, dude. And I, I act, I feel like I probably act younger than you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. You, you certainly have a great head on your shoulders. You're doing like when I was 16, Jesus, like what, a, what a joke. I, I had no idea of what I wanted to do, let alone any concept of the world. And you're out there, um, networking and doing business and getting brand deals and and having a hell of a hell of a lot of fun doing it so congratulations it looks like your hard work is currently paying off and uh and congrats that's awesome thank you dustin it means a lot thank you so much for having me on the show you bet man you bet again go to massiveagentpodcast.com to find the show notes uh, all of parker's social media links and it was weird how i asked you a question then told people the answer and then let you finish it that was weird. I haven't done it backwards before, but there you go. <laughs> go find Parker on social media, especially TikTok. Oh, and last thing, Parker, who else should they be following? If they're like, you know what? I got to try this TikTok thing. I got to wrap my head around it. Besides you, who else should they be following if they want to get a good idea of how to use the platform? This is very crucial because I see a lot of people on here that are not creating good content and the people that are not going to inspire you to be the best but I would say the number one person you should check out is one of the fastest growing users on the platform, Zach King. Zach King. Okay. Yeah. Um, did he did he kind of start on TikTok? I haven't heard the name. That's why I'm curious. Really? You've never heard that name before? Mm -hmm. Wow. He, no, I think he started on Vine and that's where he built mm -hmm. massive following. He has about 32 million followers on TikTok. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. What a beast. He's growing, like, literally, I, I was looking at, like, the, the rankings, and he's, like, he's skyrocketing. So, I think he also does YouTube. He does every platform. And I've noticed, I remember when I met him, he had, like, 15 mil on TikTok. And so, he's, like, really been growing. And, like, his videos, every single one is going viral, like, 30 million views on every single one. And what's he doing? He's doing, it's super cool. I like what he's doing. He's doing, like, magic editing tricks. So he'll jump through. I'm so surprised you've never seen him before. Blows me away. I might he, have. I just didn't know the name behind it. it makes sense. Be. Makes sense. He, uh, he, he'll like, what he'll do is he'll jump through like a wall, come out the other side with like no clothes on or some sort of like fun painting magic trick. I strongly suggest you guys check, checking him out. Zach King. Zach King. Yep. Nice. 
Cool. And uh, geez, I had one other question. Um, oh, celebrities on TikTok. I've seen Will Smith and Howie Mandel, and, and it seems like they've built big followings on TikTok and are doing some cool stuff. Uh, first off, have you seen them on there? And what other celebrities are, are doing some cool stuff that, that you think people should watch? Yeah, Will Smith is one of the other fastest growing users right now. I saw he was up there with Zach King. I think he's like number three or four at the moment. I've also seen Kevin Hart doing it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is amazing. I love that guy. Yeah, Let's see. I've also seen uh, Jessica Alba on there. There's tons of stars. And what I've been so curious about, Justin Bieber just got on there, is I don't know if it is a paid advertisement for them – to be on the platform or if they're just doing it out of their own good and they're just doing it because they think it's going to be fun or because their kids want to. But for some of these creators, I think I, for, like, this is just my theory. I feel like Will Smith was paid to be on the, on the platform. It would make sense. You know, they're like, Hey, mm-hmm. bring this ridiculous level of credibility to TikTok and your right. huge audience. So I get it. So mm-hmm. you think, you think some of that happens from time to time? Yes, definitely. And they have a massive budget behind it too. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Parker panel, go, go follow him on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and TikTok. Parker, thanks so much, man. Um, I'll continue watching. I love, love what you're doing. Um, you're doing big stuff, man. And you're only 16 years old. It's mind mind boggling. Do you feel 16? I feel 16. I do. I think, I think my mental um, capacity, I guess is a little bit higher than 16, but (laughs) I do. I love having fun. For sure. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Have a good one. See ya. I hope that inspired some thought and gave you some ideas of how the hell you can start using TikTok. Here's what I suggest, okay? You don't need to go on there and just start uh, throwing a bunch of random videos up there. You can, you know, and, and honestly... I understand that. That's kind of what I've done because uh, I, I see some of the trends on TikTok and I'm like, oh, I can use that song in this context or I could do this or whatever. And so I try that out because I'm testing the platform. I'm learning. I still don't have it figured out. Once I do, I'll let you guys know. But jump on there, start creating some content, figure out how it works and just start watching other stuff. Start noticing trends. But you've got to get on TikTok if you're not. Okay, just because no one's saying you have to spend five hours a week doing TikTok. If you're, if you're right now thinking, I don't have time, you don't have 10 minutes to do that. 10 minutes, like 10 minutes a week, for God's sakes, just do it so you can learn because TikTok's not going away. It, it keeps growing and keeps growing. In fact, Evan Spiegel, the, one of the co-founders of Snapchat, I just saw earlier today, he, he said that he thinks TikTok can overtake Instagram in popularity and usage. That's crazy. And he knows what he's talking about. I mean, the founder of Snapchat, he knows, he knows if he thinks that that's possible. I mean, shouldn't we at least be on TikTok and messing around with it and trying to learn how to use it? It's, it's just too big to ignore guys. I hope that you've been able to check out my housing wire column. I am officially a housing wire columnist. I write an article every single week for housing wire. It comes out Friday afternoons. So, uh, Housing Wire is such an amazing media company in this industry, and I'm super proud to do that. If you want to check out my articles, follow Massive Agent on Facebook, at Massive Agent on Facebook. Follow uh, Dustin Brome on LinkedIn, okay, because I post it to those platforms every time it comes out. But also go to just go to Housing Wire and search Dustin Brome. Or if you want, if, if you're one of those people that just wants a million different options, I know you don't, but I'm going to give them to you anyways. Just Google Dustin Brome Housing Wire 
and you'll find my articles. Go to my author page on Housing Wire and it'll have a link to every single article I've done up to this point. I'm pretty proud of them and I think you'll get a lot of value from them. And lastly, I am speaking on February 6th in Garland, Texas, uh, just outside Dallas at a Fairway Independent Mortgage Heritage Group event. If you are in the Dallas area, if you're going to be if you're going to be there on February 6th, make sure you come check it out. I'm the MC of the event. I'm also um, moderating a panel and Katie Lance, the Katie Lance is is the keynote speaker at the event. It's going to be amazing. You can get your ticket right now at heritagegroupmortgage.com/slash2020. Let me actually click that link and make sure it's live, unlike the last time. Uh, heritagegroupmortgage.com slash 2020 heritagemortgagegroup.com slash 2020 go get your ticket i'm i'm told they will definitely sell out because the venue is only so big and of course guys you know i'm a huge fan of having your own real estate website that you own that you control that you uh you know that captures leads that, that creates a great online presence whenever somebody discovers you online or they google your name you want to make sure you stand out and you and you look professional and modern and like you have your shit together and that if you claim you're a, a great marketer in your listing presentation you should probably have your own freaking website don't you think so there's no one i recommend more than easy agent pro it's the website i've been using for three and a half going on four years now way before a podcast was even a thought for me Like I love these guys and that's why they are a sponsor of the show. So thank you, Easy Agent Pro. If you are listening right now and you're you're like, you know, I really need to get a website and I just don't know where to start. Start at easyagentpro.com. All right. And listeners of this show, if you use promo code Dustin at checkout, you cannot get this deal literally anywhere else. But at checkout, use promo code Dustin, and until the end of January, it's only $1 for the first month. The first month is just a dollar. It's a couple hundred or something for the uh, setup fee, but uh, you can get started for under under a, a few hundred bucks. First month is only a dollar, and you get this, the their brand new CRM that's all built into their backend platform, which is getting really freaking cool. They keep making improvements to it. That's cool. You do want that. You get that for free for 12 months but you have to use promo code Dustin. Otherwise they don't know who to give the CRM to and who not to. So go check it out. Easy agent pro. Uh, you could also, if you want use the URL massiveagentpodcast.com slash EAP. Just make sure that you use promo code Dustin at checkout to get that $1 for the first month deal for the website that I use for search salt Lake. And I highly recommend for every other agent out there. It is the best value in the industry by far easy agent pro. Thank you for sponsoring the show and showing support to the massive agent peeps. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. Go follow me on TikTok as well at massive agent. I'd love to follow you back and see what you're doing as we try to figure this whole TikTok thing out together. It's just different. It's not bad. It's not good. It's super powerful. It's just different. And it's going to take some time for some of us to learn. You may already get it. Awesome. Cool. I don't get it yet. I'm starting to, but let's figure it out together and connect with each other so we can support each other's content. Thank you so much, guys. Go close some loans. Go sell some homes. Have a great freaking weekend. Make sure you listen to the Massive Agent Minute, our daily podcast and flash briefing. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Pocket Cast or wherever they pull from Apple Podcasts. But if you like this show and you want a daily bite-sized bit every single day, go check out the Massive Agent Minute. We'd appreciate it and hope you do too. Thank you, guys. Take care.